0: Hello, dear one, and welcome to the Brave Path podcast. I am your host, Emily Bird. This podcast exists to empower the service led and soul centered entrepreneur. That's you who's looking for clarity, alignment, and empowerment on your business journey. And here we dive into all the things when it comes to the development of your most authentic offerings overcoming the blocks and limitations we all face in business, upgrading your mindset, dismantling those limiting beliefs and outdated programming, knowing which steps to take and how to build the stream business of yours in the embodiment of divine masculine and feminine energy, all while being super channeled by your highest self. Yes, we get spiritual here and also strategic. I am your transformational business coach and mentor, facilitating the space for you to have the inner transformation necessary for the expansion in business you deeply desire. So As an entrepreneur, consider you definitely have money work to do, right? Today's conversation is about transforming your relationship with money. And money is a huge part of being in business. This is core. This is core for you. This is core for me. This is core for all of us. And it is a society that we live in. You know, we have created this construct of money. It's something that we created. Money is really interesting It's something that we created. It's man-made. It's human-made. And and I just, from an entrepreneurial perspective, I want to give some insight today on how to transform your relationship with money in a conscious way and in a higher frequency with the intention of elevating to a higher frequency so you can create more money in your business and feel the freedom you deeply desire, right? Right. Because chances are, and you will you try this on, this may or may not apply to you, but chances are you might have unconscious competing desires when it comes to making money in your business. And what I mean by that is they're unconscious, so we don't know they're there. So sometimes like when we grab our flashlight and go looking for unconscious beliefs, programming and hooks we don't really know what we're looking for and, and um, it makes it easier for, for the unconscious to, to stay unconscious, to remain that way, to stay hidden. So I want to just, I want to just put something out here and see, and see what comes up for you and just stay in this conversation as well and let it simmer. Unconscious competing desires when it comes to making money. So if you have a desire to make A significant amount of money in your business, whether it's multiple six figures or six figures, multiple six figures, millions, multi-millions, billions, right? If you have a desire to make a significant amount of money, whatever that amount is to you, and it's money that you've never made before, you've never made that amount of money, you've never held money with that amount of capacity that's a new amount for you to hold a new amount for you to create and make and we're talking not only gross revenue but profit okay there could be something underlying it's like an undercurrent deeply deeply like the cool 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 really dark water towards the bottom of the ocean floor right there could be an undercurrent of fear or lack of belief that it's possible, or fear of what happens when, what happens if. There might be something unconscious around, if you make that much money, you won't be human. You won't be able to relate to others. You'll be judged. You'll be cast out from your family because your mother doesn't, you know, your mother judges people with a lot of money. So if you make a lot of money, your mom's going to judge you too. Just examples, just throwing it out there, just trying to presence, like throwing some breadcrumbs into the deep ocean to seeing what, what what this can pull up for you here. Okay, I just want you to get really still and just see what kind of, what's possible, what could potentially be here as an unconscious competing desire. So one desire is I want to make a lot of money, and the other desire is but what happens if I do? What would happen if I do? And a lot of times when you're new in business, you you have a very conscious desire and it's motivation to make a lot of money because you want to make sure your business works. You're leaving your job that you've had and held security in or you've put all of your life saving on the line to build this business or you like you took out a loan, you have to pay back 10, 5, 15, $30,000 worth of debt back to whoever you borrowed it from, you've got to make this business work. So a lot of times in the beginning, or, or maybe you've invested, I know this community is filled with new coaches. Maybe you've invested in a coaching certification. You've invested in building a business. You've hired a coach. You've done a certification. You've invested thousands of dollars into your business and you got to make that back. Not only do you got to make that back, but like, you got to make your business work too. You have that desire. You have that goal to make your business work. And also, what else is there? What is in the undercurrent of the desire? So, a lot of times in business, we're, when we start out, we're leading from that space of like, I got to make this work. Whether it's someone you have to pay back, or you want to finally pay yourself, or you want to retire from the job that you're ready to leave, that you've outgrown, that you're ready to move on from right? So we have to look at how we are motivated in the beginning of building our business and as to how that relates with money. Okay. And relate being the key word. So the, the first thing I want to presence here, I have like three main points that I want to presence and in, in the realm of transforming your relationship with money. And number one is it is a relationship. It is a relationship. It's often said that money is a tool. And I've said it before, like years ago, money is a tool. This is how I grow my business. Money is a tool. This is how I make my impact. It's more than a tool, okay? Money is a relationship. It's a relationship that you've had before you became in business. It's a relationship that you will have until until you're no longer here. Money, this lifetime, this present day modern society, Money is a relationship that you will always have. It is a lifelong relationship. And so my first guidance for you is to know where you're at in the relationship and where it came from, where where you're at came from. Like, what have you gone through with money? So pretend you are going to couples therapy for the first time, you and money showing up on the therapist's front doorstep, like, hi, we're here. We're ready. We're in this relationship, me and money, and we want to make it work. And um, it's been quite a journey, (laughs) but we're committed. We're here. We love each other. we want to make it work and we're ready to do the work. Okay. And so we want to sit down in the chair, sit all the way deep and down into your seat, take your seat in this conversation and in this examination of the relationship that you have with money. Let's talk about it. Let's unpack it. This is a lifelong relationship and you carry lifetimes of inherited and passed down to you beliefs about money, whether it was something you witnessed your parents, or it's something that they witnessed in their parents, or your grandparents witnessed in their parents, whether it's that kind of psychological pass down, or it's actually within your DNA, there is a study epigenetics that we can hold in our cellular dna in our makeup that we hold energy and we hold the capacity to form beliefs we hold trauma right in the body so so knowing that a lot of your money stuff you've got money stuff chances are if you're an entrepreneur you have money stuff if you if you're a human being you have money stuff everybody does everybody has money money stuff and money work to do we're all in relationships we all have this relationship Okay. So if, if you're, if you're ready to wake up to that, if you're ready to do the work of the relationship, ready to build a relationship that you have with money, you want to open up your lens to see that it's not just you, your stuff is not just yours. It is from other places and people as well. And so just to really acknowledge that and let there be some freedom here. Let there be some acceptance. So you're not judging. So you're not sticking to it. So you're not identifying with it. Like you're not making yourself wrong. It just is. And we all have this. Okay. I recently read that by the age of three, three years old, by the age of three, a three-year-old has the Psychological understanding that money equals security. That money equals security within their home and their family dynamic. And it creates safety within themselves. Money equals safety and security is understood at the age of three. I wanna say that 10 years ago, if I had read that ten years ago, I would have been like, "Wow, that's so crazy! That is so cool! Wow, that's yeah, I could see that." But when I read this today, you know, in in my in my frame that I hold today, it was recently, it was a couple months ago. I read this, I was like, "What have we done?" It's <laughs> like, "What have we done?" Our three year olds are are equating money to safety and security, so. For me, I think why it hits so hard at the age of thirty six almost thirty seven at this recording. I think the reason why this hit so hard for me of what have we done was that i 've done so much inner child work and healing and and family pattern healing and and i and i ancestral healing and and I just I was thinking like, "Wow, okay, to have that awareness that we can really pass this belief down." that money equals safety, money equals security, it really hit me because for me, I'll share vulnerably, the core meaning that I have assigned money historically in my life is that money does equal security, money does equal safety. So I want to ask you, what is the core meaning that you've assigned to money? We're, we're coming into really understanding where you're at in your relationship with money. Number one, relationship, identify the relationship. So what core meaning have you assigned to money? What did you go into the relationship thinking? What does it give you? And let's use my example as security. If money is a, if money is a relationship Aren't we, don't we know better to seek love and approval from an outside source? So if you're getting into, if I'm getting into a relationship with a partner, I should love myself deeply and not depend on them to give me that experience, right? We should not seek love, approval, security, belonging, control we should not seek that from outside sources we should learn and develop how to give that and provide that from within right you don't get in a relationship with a significant other to feel loved you should be providing yourself with that feeling right same with money so i want to pose this question what is the core assignment that you've given money what does it mean to you in your life And are you depending upon, are you relying on money to provide that? Something to think about. Something to think about. So that's at the core of your relationship with money. And that's how, where did this come from? Like that's the core of the approach and how long it's been here. And you can look at what you learned from your parents. I'll share this vulnerably. I grew up thinking that we were poor. I grew up in a working middle class household. my My mom drove a Mercedes Benz. It was a C class, but it was still a Mercedes Benz. We, my brother and I, went to private school. We wore nice clothes that we shopped. You know, I'm gonna date myself now, but we shopped back then at like the Limited and the Gap and Structure and when Structure was still a store. I don't even think it exists anymore. But I know Limited and Gap still does exist. But you know, we had like nicer clothes that you shopped in stores at the mall and we went to private school and my mom drove a Mercedes and we lived in a big old farmhouse and had animals and had, we went to summer camp and we took vacations as a family. I grew up thinking I was poor. I really thought we were poor. I thought we were poor because there was always like this underlying tension around money the witnessing that I had of money, the relationships that I witnessed my parents and my caregivers have about money was that it was a limited resource and that there was never enough to have what we wanted, all of what we wanted and that we couldn't afford certain things because we didn't have that kind of money. And then there was also this projection outlook upon people who did have more money, who were wealthy, who lived in mansions, who who had multiple residential properties, who had made more money than my parents. There was this tension around that. You know, the the tension of like, oh, they've done really well. Yeah, they've done really, really well for themselves. They have a lot of money. You know, that just kind of has this like energy to it. It's like, the right? So I grew up witnessing tension around money and it made me process. I processed that we didn't have enough money. We were, we must've been poor. We were poorer than the other people that I was in school with and, and knew we didn't have money like they did, but we weren't actually poor. We weren't poor, but I thought we were. So it's just good to notice like where it all comes from. If you can go back as far as you can, as much as you're willing and able to travel into your lifelong journey and relationship that you've had with money, right? So it's important that we look at this. It's important that we look at where it came from And how's it going right now? So fast forward to where you are right now as an adult, as a conscious entrepreneur, as someone who's building a business, knowing like what all you've been through together. How do you view money today? How is the relationship today? So what do you say about money? What are your money stories? What do you say? Like the deeply embedded money stories, which truly inform your belief system and reinforce what you believe about money. And also, what do you say about money on the surface? How do you feel when you spend $150 at the grocery store? How do you feel when you spend $80 at the farmer's market? How do you feel when you spend $250 for your kids to have new clothes and shoes for school? How do you feel when you spend money? What do you say in those moments of spending? And how do you how do you view it today as as a whole? And are rich people bad? Do you have judgments toward super wealthy people? When I say Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Besides their character, you may or may not like them personally. You you may or may think you can judge their character. I personally think that like We don't know people well enough to judge them that we just know what we've been given about them. But that's just me. I like to try to really hold that neutrality because, you know, when we judge, it just it brings our energy down. It's negative. Um, But when you think of like Beyonce, who doesn't love Beyonce? If you don't love Beyonce, you're probably not listening to this podcast. So we love Beyonce. She's a queen. She has a lot of money. What do you think about her? Kim Kardashian. She's a polarizing creature with lots of money. Personally, personality to the side, Kim K has a lot of money. What do you think? Are they bad? Are they wrong? Do they live in an alternate universe? Because the truth is they actually don't live in an alternate universe. They live in their own reality, which they have created. As do you, my friend. You and Beyonce, me and Kim Kardashian we and elon musk we all live on the same planet as far as i know elon still lives here we're all here we're all on the same planet the only difference is that we create what we believe to be possible we create what we believe to be possible and yes i I acknowledge there's privilege in certain circumstances and others not. Oppression, suppression versus privilege and a paved path. I acknowledge that. But overall, if we can expand out, because I'm always going to coach you to expand, if we can expand out and just embody, get this principle. I want you to get this because this is core for you to reclaim your power in your relationship with money. This is core. Money is a relationship, you and I live on the same planet as the millionaires, as the billionaires, as the trillionaires, what's different is that we're all creating our own unique realities and we create what we believe to be possible. So I started this with the question of what are your unconscious undercurrents What are your unconscious competing desires? Can we bring awareness to that so we can work to transform it? Because that informs your belief system. What do you really believe about making money? What do you really believe about your capacity to hold and earn money? This is you transforming the relationship you have with money. Look at the meaning you assign to money. What do you make having money mean? What do you make not having money mean? And are you seeking what's already here and which you can provide yourself from within through an external source, through money, through this relationship? Things to think about. Yeah? And then I want to bring in the second component, second aspect of inquiry for you today in transforming your relationship with money, money and worthiness, the entanglement (laughs) in the spirit of relationships. We all have entanglements, right? Jada said it best. (laughs) We all have entanglements. It's funny when that That I think it was the red table talk came out about the entanglement that she had had in her affair, and I I was like, I was praising the courage because it took a lot of courage. Again, another polarizing couple. Say what you want, believe what you want. It's your reality, you create it. Um, Neutrality is best, if you ask me. But you know how she said that, I was like, who hasn't had entanglements in relationships though? Like none of us have room to judge. I'm sorry, we don't. We've all had entanglements. Okay. Right, so money and worth. There is an entanglement here, and I want you to use your relationship with your self worth as a mirror to your relationship with money. Okay, so let's play with this. Let's start here. Here's 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 something that is said so much, so many times. I've heard it so many times. You've heard it. Here it is. If you don't have money, you don't have a business. You have a hobby, maybe. I always found that statement to to feel a little harsh, right? Like don't call my life's work a hobby, okay? (laughs) But from a strategical, material, tactical, like 3D surface level perspective, yes, that's true. If I'm not creating money in my business, I don't have a bottom line. I don't really have a business technically, like it's not there and it's not to say that i'm not building a business it's not to say that i i can't do i can't do what i desire right it's not that it's not that i can't create it it's just that i haven't yet and here's where i see money and worthiness get tangled up here's where the entanglement starts notice the marriage of if you aren't making money you don't have a business notice how they like get tangled up so let's say that i let's use me as an example let's say that i received the 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 comment like you don't have money you're not making money your business isn't making money you don't really have a business sorry let's say let's say someone gave me that feedback and maybe in the past they have Uh, but let's say let's say someone gave me that feedback and 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 i gave it meaning i let that statement mean something about me and my business. I assigned it meaning. I gave it the meaning that my life's work doesn't matter. That my purpose doesn't matter. That what I'm here to do isn't enough because I can't make a business model work. You see how the spiral continues? It can create so much of a story that is entangled with worth and business. So having a successful business, it is a standalone endeavor. It stands over here by itself. Your gifts are your gifts, your callings, your purpose, your passion, your talents, your wisdom. Those aspects of you are like your worth. They are untouchable. You are beyond worthy. Your gifts are your gifts, your talents, your wisdom, your passion, your calling. That is, it's untouchable. How you strategically and authentically create a business by offering these gifts into the world is what you're doing when you actively create a successful, profitable, growable, scalable business. They get together but one is not dependent upon the other stand alone, but they get entangled unconsciously. And so I want to bring that to this conversation, the entanglement of worth and money. And that is from a, that's kind of a niched perspective from a, you know, entrepreneurial service-based, soul-led, heart-centered entrepreneur who's listening to this podcast perspective. But if you zoom out personally, it's the same. Someone who doesn't have a lot of money may think that they're not good enough. They're, they're poor, they're dirty. They're, they're low, low, low scum of the earth. They're low vibe. They're not as worthy as someone who's rich and wealthy and wears nice clothes and drives a nice car and shops at Whole Foods or has their personal chef quick organic for them. Like whatever, you know, how the spiral, whatever your Perspective and experience is around wealthy people and what you see, who you see as wealthy people, wealthy folks in the world, people that have more money than you, the separation that you create from you to them, and how that impacts how you view your worthiness. I was working with a client who was extremely uncomfortable. She's a coach, she was moving, she's incredible, incredible coach. And she was moving into a higher ticket business model, rightfully so. She had lived an altruistic lifestyle for too long. And she felt called to serve folks that had more money through the luxurious offerings that she was creating in her business. And she she got really hung up and it was unconscious. She didn't see it coming. She got really hung up on charging more money and also working with people who had more money than her. She felt very uncomfortable having wealthy clients when she did not see herself as wealthy. And she literally had not made that kind of money in her business yet. She had hit six figures, but she was wanting to go beyond that. She was wanting to, she had half a million dollars for revenue goal. That was her goal, half a million dollars. And, you know, her offers, her business plan, it, we were building it out. It was going to reflect that for sure. And and she had this moment. I remember we were in session and she just like stopped and it was like deer in headlights. And she was like, oh my God, they're going to be rich. And I was like in my flow of creating strategy and coaching her. And I was like, what, who's, what, what are you, what are you talking about? And she's like, all of my clients are going to be really rich. And I was like, yes, you're definitely marketing to you know, a wealthier market. Like these are people who have $25,000 to invest in an experience with you. Yes. That that's not just money that the average person just throws around. And she's like, I can't serve them. And I'm like, of course you can. What, where's that coming from? And she's like, I, I, they're, they're going to see that I'm poor. Hmm. So we paused and we really dropped into that on an emotional, we did some somatic work to help clear it and, and let her speak from it and and really integrate it later. And it took a little bit of time, didn't deter her from her goals and she's doing great now in her business, but she's in courageous action every day, truly in her business. But she had that hook of, I can't have wealthy clients. I can't serve people who have more money than me. And, and that was an entanglement of her own experience and, and relationship with her self-worth and money. So this can happen in different ways. And I, I just wanted to presence that you're growing in your business and you are providing service. You're providing transformation. You're providing impact as, the deliverable of the work that you provide to your clients and your customers and whatever it is you do. I know that this community is comprised of coaches and healers and teachers and leaders from the heart and, and spirit. And this might come up for you. You might realize that you have an entanglement. You have a perception of your worth and how much money you have now, how much money you've lost, how much money you've made, how much money you've gained, You might have a perception that the two are related and they're just not. I'm here to tell you, you can free yourself from that, okay? Your money and worth, it's not dependent upon the other. I will say that it's a reflection. So what you believe you are worthy of receiving and earning, what you believe you are worthy of of building in your business is what you will create, because we create what we believe. We absolutely always, 100% of the time, we create what we believe is possible. So an even greater call for you today is not only to transform your relationship with money, but to transform your relationship with your worth and be really clear energetically, have clean energy around the two. Let's not let them get entangled. This is why I love business so much. I just want to speak to this for a second because it's one of my whys. And if you don't know this about me yet, here it is. I love business. I love business because I believe that business is leading the way forward, that we are the change makers. And the more folks like us that have successful businesses and are making more money, having multiple six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure, 10-figure businesses, like we need that to create rebalancing in the economy. And we need that to because the more money we make, the more conscious impact we get to create. And that's how we change the world and change society moving forward. I care deeply about my descendants and the world that they live on, and the experience they have here. I care deeply about the legacy that I create. And the legacy that I envision creating calls for a lot of money. And that's not because, you know, I want to abuse money. It's because I am in conscious relationship with money, and I want to use money, not as a tool, but as a conduit of transformation and change within society as a whole. I want to help a lot of people. I want to create a legacy of impact. And so I see us as those higher conscious beings that can create that change in the world. And so can we use our money as a conduit for that elevation as a whole? Yes, we can. And so I answered my calling to help lead and guide others in that space, in that transformation, because that's really important. And the second thing I love about business is you can use your entrepreneurial journey as the greatest experience of personal transformation ever. Like being a parent will change you personally. Yes, that's true. But being a business owner will absolutely change you personally. It really will. I feel like it's the greatest journey of personal transformation. And we can use business. We can use our relationship with money. We can use how we lead our team, how we create offerings, how we create alignment in our business, how we express authentically, how we build our brands. We can use all of the tangibilities of creating and building a business and the aspects that it brings us, the opportunities, the experiences that it brings us in our life. We can use those moments to grow ourselves, to expand, to experience deeply, personally, expansive and transformational moments that propel us moving forward and change our life and in turn we're changing the world so that's why i love business right so i want you to use your relationship with money as a way to grow in your relationship with yourself transform expand so let the call for a greater conversation here be the development of your self worth and are you letting self-worth and money get entangled got to entangle them okay because money truly is energy and we are all energy we are energetic spiritual beautiful beings and money is energy energy is currency and it's infinite and there's a reciprocity here as well i would be i would be amiss if i if i didn't if i didn't speak to this So I want you to envision, this is number three, money as infinite and reciprocal. Money as an infinite source of currency and energy, and it's reciprocal. So I want you to envision the infinity symbol, right? Money comes in, comes to you. Money flows out, flows through you. Comes in, comes to, flows out, flows through, right? Let your focus not be just on making and creating a lot of money and holding that money. Let your focus be on the reciprocity of the relationship. It's not just a, this is a relationship, right? So it's not a one way street. It's not just take, 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 make, 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 create, create, create. I create money. Woohoo! Great. That's great. You need to have that in business and life. You need to be creating money, but this is a two-way street. You also need to be able to give money, to invest your money, to let it go. It is meant to flow. Money is energy. It is meant to flow. Now you are able to let it flow. When you've done some of this deeper inner work, looking at the transformational aspects of relation, relationship, how you can change your relationship and upgrade your relationship with money, untangling money and worth, right? That's all inside work. And when you've done that, you create a steady foundation to stand on and then be like, okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to engage in the reciprocity of this infinite, vast relationship that I have with money a lot of money can come to me a lot of money can flow from me right a lot of money can come to me i'm good i'm cared for my bills are paid i my debt is paid i have i have what i need so i can let it flow through me as well right this is a giving and receiving and so if you are holding on to money if you're controlling money if you're hoarding it if you're scarcity locked into it then you're creating a kink in the line. So envision the infinity symbol and then it's like a hose, like a water hose. Envision a kink in the water hose, a kink in the line of the infinity symbol. You block it no matter where it is, whether it's receiving it, giving it, letting it flow through you, letting it move to you. Wherever that kink is, you block the whole line and the energy, the currency is not able to move. So you really wanna look at that. You really wanna look at the reciprocity, the approach that you have in this relationship. Do you cling to it? And is that because you assign it to the meaning of security? Good to notice. Do you not wanna receive it because you believe you're not worthy of having it? Mm -hmm. So you wanna do this work. You wanna do the inner work so you can change the outer experience. Because if you're clinging, if you're holding on too tightly and not letting it move from you, it's going to get stuck. That channel will get clogged. You'll block the link. You know you're making progress when you are honored, happy, excited, feel clear, energized, and elevated upon making investments, right? Paying your employees, hiring your first VA, investing in a five, six figure personal and professional development program or a mastermind or the next certification or hiring the coach or whatever it is. You know, you're making progress when you're buying groceries and you're like, I'm so glad this is great. When you buy your kid, the expensive pair of shoes for basketball. Is that just me? (laughs) My son's like, can I have these $200 shoes? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Do you want to like split it? I want to empower him to to know that he can make his own money as well. But like, you know, you're making progress. You get what I'm saying? You know, you're making progress when you're making investments in yourself and in your business and your family and your community. And you are happy. You are You are honored. You're excited about it. Because here's the deal. It's infinite, right? So the more you put out, the more is going to come back to you. The more you put out, the more it's going to come back to you. Don't hold the line. Don't kink it because it's all going to get stuck and blocked. And you're not, I'm not telling you to go be reckless and go buy the Gucci bag and the Tesla before you sign your first coaching client. Like that is not what I'm telling you to do. Let me be clear. This is energy. Money is energy, currency, infinite. So you got to get clear and unblocked to be a clear channel to not only receive, but to have the clarity to know where to invest, to to know where to spend, know where to let it go. And the more you do that, the bigger your infinity symbol becomes, right? The channel gets bigger, Because more energy is flowing in, to, and through. Yeah. So I want you to just look at how you are blocking your channels. And what are the beliefs that are influencing those behaviors? Which leads me to my fourth point of upgrading your energetic frequency. Okay? And so... Again, this is absolutely a reflection of your inner belief system with money. So in order to create new energy and new frequency around how you are in relationship with money, you have to change your belief system. So belief system equals energetic frequency. I believe it just does. And hopefully you're seeing how important this is. So how to upgrade your energetic frequency. You you know, I love this, right? Like if you're here, you know, I am about an energetic upgrade. So let's talk about it. I want you to upgrade the relationship first. So let's go back to the relationship. So how would you be in relationship with someone you love? How How are you in relationship with people you love? How do you need to start over? What forgiveness do you need to offer? What acknowledgments do you need to extend? Acknowledging yourself, acknowledging money, acknowledging being being responsible for all of it, all parts, good, bad, ugly, prosperous, not prosperous, all of it. Really acknowledging where you're at, where it's come from, and Your new commitment's moving forward. Here's the deal about you reclaiming your power with money. Starting in the relationship, you hold all the power. It's all within you. It is a two-way street. It is a reciprocal relationship. It is a relationship. You hold all the power. You hold all the power. The power starts within you because you believe what's possible. And your money is going to be a mirror to what you believe is possible. So if you need to upgrade your bank account and your business, you need to upgrade your belief system first. And that is upgrading the relationship from core, from floor to core and beyond. It starts with what you believe is possible. And in order to create an upgraded possibility upgraded possibility in your belief system you got to go to the core as much as you can journey and travel there and understand where we've been me and money where we've been why we why we started there three years old three years old where we've been why we started there look at your family history look at your ancestry look at all all that you can know be be, be an investigator of your full experience Get really educated, get really clear on where this came from and what you've done in your lifetime. Acknowledge it, forgive it, feel it, express, and then let it move. It's energy, it needs to move. And then create new commitments. That is you reclaiming your power with money. Something I do once a month, This is a fun exercise for you to upgrade your relationship. Remember, you're at couples therapy, you and money. I'm going to give you an exercise to do with your money. I want you to take your business on a date every month. I love doing this. This is my third, fourth business. If I'm counting my registered yoga school, which I do um because that was its own entity within my yoga studio. So I had my hair salon, I had my yoga studio, I had my registered yoga school. Now I have my online coaching business. This is business number 4 for me. I've been at this entrepreneurial journey for 10 years, all right? 10 years taking my business on a date. At this point, the symbol of my business is my MacBook. So me and my MacBook and a journal, we go out. It's a monthly business date. Sometimes it's at a coffee shop for the afternoon. Sometimes my business is pretty bougie. I'll be honest. She likes to go to fancy restaurants. <laughs> she likes to sit at the bar. <laughs> That's my business. So taking your business out on a date. It could be walking in nature. I've done that as well. My business wanted to go on a hike last month. So we went to a local random mountain in the middle of our state in North Carolina. We have mountains in the western part of North Carolina, but we have this one little mountain about 10 miles from me called Uari. And uh, it's, it's a legit mountain in the Piedmont. So we went on a hike last month. So taking your business out on a date. I want you to take your business out on a date this month, the month of October, the month of this recording is October. And I want you just to let it speak, connect with it. How's it going? What do you need? How can I support you? What have we done really well together? What should we do moving forward? What are our big dreams? Do we need a vacation? Let's connect. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so glad we're on this lifelong journey together. Take your business, take your money, take your business out on a date. This is a monthly ritual I do and I love it. So I wanted to share that with you. The next thing to upgrade your energetic frequency with money. Own the value of what you do. So I want you to disentangle yourself from others' beliefs, the the beliefs of others. I want you to disentangle yourself from the belief that others hold about money. As a service provider, this is extremely important. You price your services based on the value your customers and clients receive, the value of the transformation. Price your services that your clients receive, price them based on value. I want you to own the value. Upgrading the energetic frequency, own the value of what you do. The value. You really need to own and stand in that power. Not the hour, not how much time it takes, not how many Zoom calls they get. No. Price per value. So owning the value of what you do comes with disentangling yourself from the beliefs that other, others hold about money. When you own the value of what you do and you price your services accordingly. The clients who you're meant to work with, the ones who appreciate the value that you provide, they will call themselves forward. You will call them forward. They will call themselves forward. And you still may need to coach them and hold their hand to invest to unkink their own line and let that money flow from them so they can receive more flowing to them. You might need to coach them into that. I'm talking to you coaches, okay? You might need to do that. You probably will, considering you, consider you will. But don't wrap up other, other low vibe money stories that other people have. Don't take that on. Don't use that to influence how you price your services. Well, I'll price them lower so you know I can, I can serve more people. People won't be so scared to, to work with me. They'll, they won't be scared to approach me. Like I'll be able to sign more clients if I charge half of what I really want to charge. Don't do that. Don't do that. Own the value. Own the value of what you provide. Own the value and price accordingly. Value-based pricing, not hourly, not component-based pricing, value-based. And a lot of you might be like, well, my gosh, the value that I provide is like, you can't even put a price on it. I help people change their life. Exactly. So why would you charge $350 for that? Why would you charge $75 an hour? They're not even going to trust it. They might trust you and like you and feel called to work with you. But then when you reveal your prices are lower, they're like, "Mm, maybe they don't really provide the outcome that I thought they did. Maybe I shouldn't invest. I'll think about it Uh, because you met them with a low vibe frequency here. Here's my prices. They're like, "Mm, I don't know. You see that? Like it's a mirror. So if you're like, yeah, my, my coaching package is $10,000. That client's going to be like, do what? $10,000? Tell me more. What are you going to do for (laughs) $10,000, right? Tell me what, tell me what I can get for $10,000. Tell me the experience, please. Okay. Yeah. You're going to call forward a different energy with that, right? Okay. So own the value. All right. Last thing. I want you to change how you speak and feel about money. Please, 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 please do this. Pretend I just told you to brush your teeth every day. Okay, Emily, duh, of course I will. Right, this is energetic hygiene and intentionality. I want you to change how you speak and feel about money. Declutter your wallet. Check your bank statements regularly. Does your offering suite, do do the offerings you hold in your business, do like an audit, check it out. How does it look? Are your prices reflective of old beliefs what stands to be upgraded right now do you need to clean out your purse do you need to clear out that cluttered corner in your office that also has your checkbook and all of your bills and bank statements buried underneath it what do you need to do to declutter and create hygiene around this currency this energy in your life I want you to do that. I want you to commit to a new relationship that holds a new belief system with money. And I want you to trust this process. When you start to embody and believe higher frequency thoughts and feelings in regards to money, you will create much more of it. I will say that again. When you embody and believe higher frequency, more positive thoughts and feelings about money, you'll create a lot more of it. Yes, you will. Your whole life is sacred and money is here to support you. Your impact is your dharma. It is your life's path, your soul's journey. And money is here to support you. It is a relationship here to support you. It is not your enemy, it is your friend. Just like your body is your best friend, you go through life forever with this one body. It's your best friend. Money is a best friend, too. How are you relating to it? I want to hear how this goes for you, how how it's landing for you and what action steps will you do right now to implement this change? You can share with us in the Expansive Entrepreneurs Facebook group. If you're not already in that group, join the group. I'm actually streaming this live within the group. So if you're watching from our group, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from my heart to yours for being in this space with us. We are a high vibe community of entrepreneurs, service providers, soul centered and heart led business owners creating core alignment in our entrepreneurial paths energetic upgrades every day, every day, and empowering profitable growth in business. So this space is for you. And if you're listening on the podcast and you're not in our community already, the link is in the show notes to join us so join us and I also want to extend an invite to everyone here to my free five-day profit activation challenge come on speaking of money it's happening this month in October the week of October 17th through 21st five-day free profit activation challenge if you are inspired by this conversation about money and ready to make more of it be sure to hop in to this free event. The five days profit activation challenge is here to help you discover deeply on a detailed lens, detailed perspective, what's broken in your business and how to upgrade more on this internal belief system as well as your external operations. So upgrading internally and externally. Processes, that you have in your business, offer alignment. So you can start to build towards six figures, multiple six figures in your business through alignment, through clarity and empowered action. You're going to love the turn the lights on in your business and and you're going to keep them on. So that's day one is turn the lights on in your business. You're going to do that. You're going to keep them on just like you're going to keep sales and marketing on in your business as well. So we're going to dive into that in the five day profit activation challenge. I can't wait to lead this. I'm so excited. I hope you join us. I am sending you so much love. I can't wait to hear from you. I love you. I can't wait to connect more online in our space. And I I really am here to watch you and watch your business expand. So thank you for that opportunity to witness your expansion and for the trust to be part of your journey. I am proud of you. Remember, your vision sets the world free. Your vision sets the world free. Keep going. Until next time so much light to you.